What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, on today's episode, we are once again joined by the very funny Shane Torres. Uh, You know Shane, he's the funniest. He has never seen Frozen. So Shane's never seen Frozen. He rewrote it today. We read his script. Great time. The most fun. Love catching up with Shane. We're also joined by Caleb Sinan. Also hilarious. He's been on the podcast a lot. Caleb has seen Frozen. He hangs out, reads some parts. Shane Torres has never seen Frozen. He rewrote it. And we read his script. It's so fun. I hope you enjoy the episode. It's nice to catch up with both of them as well. I We just get into it and meander for so, so long. So here's this is the intro to that. Uh, Shane has never seen Frozen. He rewrote it. We read his script. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a rating and a review wherever you listen. It helps us out if you do. Doesn't matter where you listen. And good five star rating helps us out a ton. Um, if you're into the podcast, find us on Twitter, Instagram, all that. We are never seen it show. And come hang out with us on Discord. Even this weekend, we're doing a watch party on Discord of the movie Drive, uh, except I added a bunch of farts to it. So we're going to be watching Drive with a bunch of farts in it. It's going to be fun. You can win some prizes. Fart.kyleairs.com. Wish that wasn't the website, but that's what I went with. And you can come hang out with us on Discord. It's fart.kyleairs.com. Discord's free. It's easy. I'm figuring it out. You can come figure it out, hang out with us, and play some games and stuff too. And I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Kyle Ayers, shows at Never Seen It Show. We got a Patreon if you want stuff early and some bonus stuff. It's only a few bucks a month. However you listen to stuff, you know how to find it. You don't need me to tell you all the options. But this weekend, it's Saturday, two days after this comes out. I think it's the 12th. We're going to be doing that watch party. It's free. You can come hang out on Discord, uh, fart.kyleayers.com. And we're going to be playing that dumb game. It's called Fart House Cinema. It's going to be fun, hopefully.
I think it'll be fun. This is too long. This is already too long. Shane Torres has never seen Frozen. Uh, I hope you like it. Thank you. We're here. Uh, having never seen Frozen, we are joined once again by Shane Torres. Thank you for being here, Shane. And, uh, we're also joined by Caleb Sinan. Thank you for being right. here, Caleb. That's uh, right, this- what the fuckers. <laughs> And I guess the name of this podcast, which I haven't said yet, but you should hopefully know this has never seen it. The podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before. Thank you for being here remotely with us. Shane, uh, hey, uh, you're in New York. Thank yes, you for joining sir. us from New York. Caleb, you I'm are down the street. Here. I am down the street. Literally? I mean, it's, it's a long street. It is. It's pretty long. It's okay. Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> That's you know, pretty long, but not as long as Sunset Boulevard in New York. I tell you that much. <laughs> I tell you that much. That fucking that. Those uh, West Coast Sunset Boulevards ain't some fun thing. Not like where I'm from. One time I tweeted some joke. I was like, I've lived here a couple years now, and I've realized that the main difference between Los Angeles and New York is the location. And it, <laughs> it like it like didn't become like a huge tweet, but it got whatever retweets. And then one of those accounts, those Instagram aggregate accounts, took it and cropped my name off and what? posted it. And it like blew up. And then people were like, you stole this from Kyle. And that account was like, it's not even that funny. Like, <laughs> They weren't even. It's not like they were like, "Yes, we did." They were like, "This wow. isn't funny enough to be intellectual property." When you get an ungrateful joke it, thief, it's like, "Thank it's, you for that joke. Like, I stole. You stole it. It was yeah, good I enough got, to steal." That's so upset. My guy for everything. Somebody did it on TikTok, drunk, and it has like ten million views or some shit like that. Yeah, I and bet. all these people were like. That's somebody else's. I mean, it was not like, I guess I'm lucky that it's in the canon enough that it's mine, but like. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine that because he comes up like once a day because he is, he's like kind of the main. in everything he does. I I know that like, where he did all those gay weddings in one day, which is a wonderful thing. That's like a meme that pops up like every day. And I would imagine people then, because of that, enter you. Yes. And And I get tagged in it. Somebody will be like saying the thing I said. Whether they've heard my thing or not, I don't know. And then I get defensive about it. And then the only person who should really be defensive about it is Guy Fieri and the hundred and one couples that got married. <laughs> you know, like you know, like it's like it's not my thing. But then people, then people tag me in it, and I would never pay sh- attention to shit on the internet, anyways. But eh. I'm trying to not do that. I got to yeah, pull a Caleb internet. and just get banned from Twitter for pretending to be Joe Biden. Boy, you guys, what? Yeah, they they banned. I was permanently suspended. They took away all my followers. You were expelled. You're yeah. not allowed back. Yet. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was so happy. I was like up to seven thousand. I was like, "Sky's the limit." And then they, they were like, "You're, you're I'm done. an influencer." Right. No, like seven thousand was the apparent limit. Yeah, yeah I, was I've already limit. contacted several local eateries to see if they want me to do some branding for them. <laughs> But then they thought I was Joe Biden, and that's what started this entire thing. Oh man! And then it was—I was—I was literally emailing them every day, being like, "I mean, I'm sorry. Is that okay? <laughs> Is that good that I'm sorry about it?" And they were like, "It doesn't matter to us that you're sorry. It's already over. The account's gone." And I was like, "Well, can I have it back?" And they're like, "There's nothing to give back. You're—it's done." <laughs> it's like they spent the money, and you're like, "Hand me the money," and they're like, "We don't even have the bag with the dollar sign on it anymore." <laughs> but yeah, well, that's it's, fucking insane. Because like. They steal Kyle's joke and they literally say, this isn't even that good a joke. You know, like, and those people get no reprimand whatsoever. Right. 
And then, I remember doing a, there was a fuck Jerry show at Montreal. Geriatric on online. Somebody who's right. never used Twitter. It's like, yeah. I understand who knows well, that his Twitter account is not actually him. The whole world knows that is the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, I would love to see a video of him typing out a tweet. Like just oh, type in the whole thing out. Even if it was this one's actually me, there's no way he can put an apostrophe. He, there's no way he knows what the apostrophe is on a touch screen. Absolutely. Zero percent chance. I think, I mean, we all hated Hillary for those emails. At least she knew how to use it. Right. That's true. That's kind of of why I think he's not going to do so bad in the debates, to be honest, because like watching any 70 year old try and work a computer is always like the saddest thing in the world. (laughs) When he's back with another person and somebody like he knows how to do that, he knows how to debate. It should be part of the debate should be recover your Gmail password. <laughs> oh my God! That, that you shouldn't. You should have to know what that means to be the president uh, of the United States. Someone should. You should have to be like, okay, here's five Facebook accounts. Which one's a butt model? You should have to like th- be able to do these things if you're going to be president of the United States. Yes. Well, well, like, how do you think both of them trying to get their Gmail passwords back? What do you think like the difference in tone would be? Because I feel like Trump would just spit and throw it on the ground like a chimp breaking a computer. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but to be fair, that would also be what recovered his pin. Yeah, like yeah. it would <laughs> his pin is whatever it is when his phone hits the ground face down, whatever buttons that hits, that's what his pin is. And that's also what solves the coronavirus. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Remember coronavirus? Biden, just, Biden just says a bunch of old timey like the way old timey boxers talk, like I'll give you a good thrashing. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever it's Biden goes to recover it, it's going to pop up. Instead of saying like "click on all the stop signs," it's going to be like "jolly roll all the wickets," and he's going to be like, "I've got this." <laughs> so you think it's funny now, but we were going to get our Zencaster shut down for talking like Joe Biden. <laughs> the irony is though, uh, Biden's the only one who can read windings thoroughly and completely. <laughs> <laughs> You remember when we, he was the worst uh, option? Yeah. You remember when he was yeah. the worst option? We're like, there's an, okay, just as long as it's not that guy. Right. And now we're like, come on. Come on, that guy. Come on, that guy. This is <laughs> we really, really need you. This is really like when, you know, you watch a baseball movie or a basketball movie, and there's one player that might have one good season left in them, and they're yeah. surrounding – their surrounding team is just scrappy enough to d- get it done. Like, oh, means, throwing, this is like money. Bad news bears on this. Yeah. This is like money ball. Yeah. yeah. Natural's war was Joe very Biden low. Is trying to play the David Justice role. Yes, he's David uh, Justice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just get uh, on. Harris, just get on base. The, the problem is, yeah. is Chris Pratt. Yep. And uh, America is Philip Seymour Hoffman because we'll all be dead soon. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we'll teach you how to play first, Ben. And uh, and Brad teach Pitt me. is the Brad Pitt is the one percent. So <laughs> yeah, America is Philip Seymour Hoffman because we're all going to be dead and we're all going to pretend the signs weren't there for decades. <laughs> you know what else is not is pretty disconcerting is at the end of Moneyball they lose they don't win the champion no they, no, they just make it far enough to like be a team okay. next year yeah. The problem is Trump is the Royals that year, and he's ahead nineteen to two. 
Yes. And That's even though bad. they're terrible, wasn't that they were playing the Royals and the Royals were ahead by like 10 nothing in that game, but they moneyballed their way back into it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that being said, Theo Epstein did use moneyball to, br- to break the curse of the Bambino, so maybe we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I like to think that the midterms in 2018 were Oakland and uh, 2000 and uh, the general in 2020 will be the 2004 Red Sox. Okay. So uh, it's three, three, three assholes right now. We will, yeah, but we will be assholes about it when we win and then say we're the greatest place ever. And, uh, <laughs> well, I think it's safe to say uh, that we've lost we're, all you know, your – to a new Bill Simmons. <laughs> no, most of the people who listen never seen it are for the nuance of baseball. Yes. And <laughs> – But people that love Trump have tuned out by now, I think. But I don't know how many of them. <laughs> I mean, I think we some on Love Kyle's podcast. We've got some bad iTunes reviews that say the show is too political. And I was like, if this what? show, if this show is too political, what could you possibly consume without getting angry? Like what any what media anywhere, anywhere in, in any in the world is le- like, do you literally only watch Rick and Morty and even then not think too hard about it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if this show's too political for you, I got a podcast called Shane Talks About C-SPAN for an hour. You're going to love it. <laughs> it's called C-SPAN something, Shane Span something. <laughs> or that's just me uh, pulling my nipples far and further apart. I'm just spanning. I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> it's called See the Span of Time. Um, the first one was better, but I didn't stop. Uh. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about Frozen. Because we should at least get into this at some point. Uh, Shane, you've Can never I just seen say Frozen. That this is Moneyball about Moneyball because it makes about as much sense. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, have you seen Frozen? Do you have any nieces or nephews? I do have a niece and a nephew. Have you seen Frozen? Of course I've seen Frozen. I have not. I have never also never somehow seen Frozen. Oh. I'm not either. And I have nieces and nephews. Uh, yeah, it just uh, seems like a... Caleb, what are your thoughts on Frozen? Good or bad? Like, I'd say it's good. But it's uh, it's not quite, you know, like inside out Toy Story 3 level. So is it more kid Disney than it is like Pixar? It's for sure kid Disney, but it's it's good kid Disney. It's not good. it's not an all time classic. <laughs> but it's, it's it's good. Like, like, was good kid bad Disney. Good. <laughs> I think the last animated thing I saw was Toy Story 3. So good. That's. The, as good as it gets. That's, that's yeah, as good right. as it gets. Yeah. It's that, just no, kind of Jack Nicholson. It's just kind yeah, of bizarre that sure. like uh, Pixar has, so, and this isn't Pixar. This is just straight Disney. I think Frozen, but Pixar has so many great movies that their worst one, Cars, would be like the best DreamWorks movie ever made. Yes. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. any other studio had made Cars, they would be touted as like a Pixar rival. Yeah. And Cars. See, blows. Here's the thing. I don't know. They're all the same thing to me. It's like when someone says, I'm going to go get Kleenex. Like, it's just like the, the the studios are all the same thing to me. Like, they all look the same. There's It's always almost a tragedy. And then. <laughs> the same with the Kleenex and, and situation. My heart str- yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending right. on what you're using it for. And then. And then it's not, and then it's over. It's fine. But like, it's just like a brand to me. I don't understand anything about. The brand is just emotional manipulation. Yes. That's what also, that's what This Is Us is. Yeah. 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 Dude, it was so funny. uh, My uh, nephew, who's, I think he's five now. 
He loves uh, This Is Us. No, no. He, <laughs> I was ta- I was asked FaceTiming with him like a couple, of, like it was maybe a year ago, I think. But it, I was like, what's your favorite movie, Link? And he was like, Frozen 2. And I was like, and he had seen it that day. <laughs> but he was it's like, <laughs> he's only seen Frozen and Frozen 2. And he's like, well, Frozen 2 is my favorite movie of all time. You're like, recency bias. Right. But it's like, yeah. I think he was four and he was already had a list like, well, top three is like Frozen, Frozen 2. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a short Ooh, before Frozen, Olaf's Revenge. Olaf's I like Revenge that. Is like my third favorite. Uh, when I was on Conan, uh, who's the guy who's Olaf? What is his name? Um, Josh the guy Gad? Who, Josh yeah, Gad was Gad. the guest on there. And I still didn't know. I knew he was in Frozen, and I don't know any characters' names, but I figured if Josh Gad was voicing it, that's Olaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he fell also, walking. I'm stage. also Olaf. It was great. If, if we're talking the hypothetical Look, roles, all, there's a little Olaf inside of all of us, and that's how we melt. Olaf. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shane, you've never seen you never seen Frozen, so cast it up. Let us know who we're going to be playing here in your Frozen. Oh, is that how, I, for, I forgot how it goes. Okay, um, so you'll do the wall to wall, the stage directioning. Okay. Um, well, I think uh, Caleb, you can be Hannah or Axe, as she is referred to sometimes. Wait, do I do I have a script somewhere? I emailed it to you. Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, you just guess. It's improv. Right. You like curb. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I will narrate, and Kyle, you can be everybody else. Everybody but Hannah. Check. And no, and I will be the narrator. Oh, there's a character have... named narrator as well. There's a, well, it's Blaze Foley. It's a country. Okay, player. okay. <laughs> so, All right, cool. I'll be, I see. I'll... And then you are everybody else. And just add some fun voices in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Caleb, you got the script? Wait, yes, I see it now. I see it now. Okay, this is going to get us all in trouble. So Uh-oh. if you don't want to put it out, I get it. Yeah, but I want to, before, there's no way I won't put it out. I don't have any episodes for this week. So you've really got me by the frozen balls. Um, <laughs> Shane's email said, this is probably offensive. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it just feels like something. I was trying to stick with the theme of Frozen, and then I just could only think of one thing. Okay. All right. Uh, Caleb, you ready? Wait a minute. So I'm Hannah? You are Hannah. Yeah. Hannah, Axe, Axelrod. Wait, I'm Hannah, Axe, and Axelrod? It's one character. That's their name. It's the same person. Sometimes she referred to by a nickname as Axe. Okay. Cool. I like this. All right. We'll see. Can we go? All right. Yeah. Shane, Shane Torres has never seen Frozen, but here is his script for what he thinks it is whenever you're ready. Interior, doctor's office, daytime. Super agent Hannah X. Axelrod sits in the exam room of a doctor's office on the table in street clothes. 
twiddling her thumbs and looking at the clock. She seems nervous. There's a knock on the door and the doctor enters. Hello, Hannah. How are you? Fine, Doc. <clears throat> Just give it to me straight. Are my eggs as sour as... <laughs> All right, let's roll it back. We'll roll it back. We'll roll it back. I'll get here. I'll lead you in. Hello, uh, Hannah. How did I know this is what it was? How are you? <laughs> Fine, Doc. Just give it to me straight. Are my eggs as sour as... What is this, Rabbi? Rab- yeah, Rabbi? Yeah. Uh, if I spelled Rabbi wrong... Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, there's two B's. Fine, Doc. Just give it to me straight. Are my eggs as sour as a rabbi in a pork store? Or am I going to be able to have a little shit of my, a little shit and snot machine of my own? Well, Hannah, I'm happy to say you've got more than enough eggs. You just have to pay the beginning fee, and then they can be frozen. Fuck For yeah! Some that's reason we f- hear. Oh, sorry. For some reason, we hear loud gunshots because that's badass. Uh, yeah, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm fertile fucking Myrtle. <laughs> Hannah throws her hands up for a high five, slapping the doctor's hand and breaking it. The doctor falls to the ground in pain. You broke my hand. Oh, chill out. You're a doctor. I'm sure you know how to fix it. <laughs> Hannah leaves the room with the doctor writhing on the floor in pain. You're going to have to work on your compassion skills if you're going to be a mom. I don't think so, Doc. My kid's going to be harder than the rock's dick, not some (laughs) bitch-ass doctor with soft bones. (laughs) Anna throws her hands up in a piece outside. Axe out! (laughs) (laughs) Hannah is walking out through the waiting area of the office, and the receptionist hands her a bill. Here's your bill and what you can expect, Agent Axelrod. We will need a down payment to start the process. Understood. Hannah takes the bill, walks out to the lot to her a car, a convertible. That's the brand, a convertible. We see a a shot of Hannah driving down the freeway and through neighborhood streets of a beach community. Kids play on the sidewalk, people ride bikes, and Hannah pulls into the parking lot of her credit union, jumps out of the convertible, and walks into the bank. Interior bank, continuous shot, Hannah slams her glass, hands against the glass of the teller's window. I'm sorry, but your account is frozen. We hear random gunshots again. Why? Because that's badass. I'll get my money someplace else, you coin count and trollop. Axe is out. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah walks out to her car sad, but also angry. This is where the narration by country music legend Blaze Foley starts. She starts her car and we see her driving angrily through the streets, drinking and smoking while driving. Axe was about at the end of her rope. She had given her prime years of her life to serve in this country. She had stopped countless crises that you little folk never even fucking heard about. But all that came with a price. Her youth and prime was coming to an end, and all she wanted was a little booger eater of her own. Not too much to ask, but she had no money because of her sickness for the ponies. She loved to drink juleps and other weird drinks. Only problem was she could not pick a winner to save her life. She'd had lost billions at the track. Fuck. (laughs) Just just then we see the lights of a cop car in Hannah's rearview mirror. Well, if this ain't the corn on top of my shit Sunday. The officer approaches the car. X? Officer? You been drinking tonight? I may have had a few Mai Tais or Pina Coladas, what of it? You know I have to take you in now. Yeah, I know. 
Fuck you, piggy. <laughs> I gotta say, I like being Hannah. She's so cool. <laughs> Interior jail cell next morning. <laughs> A man walks into the cell. It's Axe's old partner, David Holliday. He's dressed in suit and tie and looks like another agent. He sees Hannah passed out on the bunk in her cell, in the cell by herself. She's about to be hungover when he wakes her up. Jesus Christ, Hannah, get it together. Hannah stirs and sits herself upright, wiping her face and walking to the toilet and pull, and pulling pulling her pants down to relieve herself. What the hell are you doing here? I have some bad news. What's that? It's your old number one enemy, that shit heap, Franz Mailer. What about him? A steady stream of urine can be heard hitting the toilet bowl. <laughs> He's planning to melt the polar ice caps. Uh, I'm out, you know that. I'm ready for the quiet light. Yeah, looks like it. Fuck you. I can fix your problems. We need the polar ice caps to stay frozen. We hear the gunshot blast. (laughs) We need these ice caps. We have to be able to drill them for oil later. And it stands up and flushes and begins to wash her hands. Yeah, is that right? It is. I can make your accounts... Unfrozen. <laughs> no gunshot is heard. So your eggs can be frozen. Gunshot blaster once again heard because <laughs> that is. <laughs> you have my attention, but I want assurances that you'll let me out for good and I'll be taken care of. Axe, of course. Now we will brief you on well, now we'll brief you on the way to his private island. Fine. Let's get this shit over with. I gotta start baby proofing the apartment. <laughs> They begin to walk out of the jail cell. Interior, Franz Mailer's secret island lair. We see Hannah decked out in black special tactics gear. We pull back and see the hole inside of the lair is on fire. In front of her is her arch nemesis, Hans Mailer. They are bloodied and covered in gross shit. That's what's up. Give it up, Hans. The lair's destroyed. I've killed all your henchmen and women. Ladies can be villains, too. And there's no way you can melt the ice caps. That's what you think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Franz pulls out something from his pocket and shows it to Hannah. Axe, do you know what this is? Something else I'm about to fuck up. <laughs> it's your eggs. Now you can freeze these or the caps, but there's no way you can do both. Hannah drops to her knees screaming at the sky. <laughs> why? Shit, fuck ass, why? <laughs> so you're gonna be Axe. Who are you gonna be? Who are you gonna be a mother to your child or to the world? Hannah stands up and screams, pulling a gun from behind her back. It's gonna be both. I can save everyone now. Suck my gun, dick. Do it then, Axe. She pulls the trigger, shooting him in the leg. He drops the egg and she dives to save them, grabbing them just in time. Francis sedexes as she puts the eggs in her pocket. She starts dragging him towards a way out. What are you doing? I told you I can save everyone. You're my brother. No, I'm not. I'll explain it later. <laughs> we see Hannah continue to drag him out of the burning or burning world around him. The ceiling is giving way and starting to collapse. What's the best way out? Over there. <laughs> he points to an exit sign. They break through the door. As the building collapses around them, we fade out. Exterior, beachside cafe, midday. Franz sits with David at the table drinking my dice. <clears throat> I can't believe this shit. Holy fuck, what a story. I know. <laughs> we see Hannah walking up with a Bjorn around her holding an infant in it. 
She takes a seat with them. What are you two talking about? I was telling him about my fantasy football league team. We're called Sexy Church. (laughs) (laughs) A waitress approaches the table. What can I get you? I have a frozen (laughs) margarita. We hear the the familiar two-gun blast and fade out. I'm glad I got to have a margarita. (laughs) (laughs) Very Caleb-centric script. Yeah, that's the role I was born for. Oh, man. Uh, Why were you so disappointed in my read as the waitress? (laughs) (laughs) Just like it was, you were so animated, and then you just kind of (laughs) like... I don't know. She had a long day. She's tired of working during COVID. I get it, <laughs> Dude, I think the, you nailed it. Caleb's seen Frozen, so he can probably give a more accurate feedback. It's uh, you know, um, you w- there's you, like princesses no, like, and uh, uh, so you're saying this is not as good as Frozen one or two, your nephew's two favorite movies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he probably would like it. <laughs> <laughs> it could but, make the podium, yeah, by default, but it would make the podium. No one says shit, fuck, or ass in the actual Frozen. Even <laughs> Olaf doesn't say any of that. Well, there's still time. Yeah. I'm sure he's, <laughs> we got some Olaf spinoff type of thing. Yeah, but there's magic <laughs> and there's a snowman and sisters and one's nice and one's a little... Mm. It's, it's like, like a, a di- very Disney type of thing. Yeah, yeah. They sing songs. It's based on an old like Norwegian folktale or something, I would Everything is. Everything is these yeah. days. I'm sick of these Norwegian movies. Every time you hear about yeah. like, every time you hear that's about not, those, that's, old, a, that's a big message in the Trump campaign right now. Yeah. <laughs> these Norwegians. Every, they're just get rid of Daniel Simonson, is what they're saying. <laughs> uh, every time you hear like an old Scandinavian, because so many like folk tales that we have, they're like, ah, oh, yes. Have you heard the folk tale about Santa? It came from a Scandinavian folk tale where if a kid isn't nice every day and old man eats his tongue for dinner in front of the child <laughs> every single one of them is like some horrific thing yeah, like ah, yeah. ah we used to tell to the children if you're not good they shove shoe up your grandpa's butt and you must watch him bleed to death and so that's why there's an easter bunny and you're like what <laughs> what was lost here but if you want nice nice you yeah yeah like it's very what? you know what's crazy to me is that like they didn't why did they have to make up Every single thing was such a horrific story to tell kids. Like they're all super birds. scary things. When not, what could be scarier than the actual truth of the eighteen hundred? Which was like, if you get anything, you'll die because there's not a cure for a single thing right. yet. Most of you die what before. You, that sounds sort of familiar. Sounds sort of familiar right now. <laughs> Let's discuss this over a restaurant visit. Uh, <laughs> I she want someone in two will. shields to be making $4 <laughs> to hand me food. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I haven't seen Frozen, but I'm sure you nailed it. I'm just absolutely certain you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I feel like this is uh, the role Josh Gad was born to play. Hey, I mean, it was the role I was born to play. Uh, no, you killed it. And I'm in Frozen. I can't believe you'd, neither of you knew that, but uh, I play the lead woman. <laughs> I knew that. I just didn't want to say it too early. I, I record the intros ahead of time. Well, that's why I was surprised he picked you. Honestly, is like, is he going to be able to commit to my vision of this? <laughs> I just knew Caleb's Disney contract was up soon, and I'm trying to start some shit. Yeah, hell yeah! I was in B movie. Uh, I was the movie. I was the movie. <laughs> you could be there. Two characters. 
<laughs> I have recently I, discovered the plot to be movie, which is weirder. That's a B. Yeah. I know. What's the deal with that? Um, <laughs> you'll be mad at me. Um, I think oh he likes God. he likes bees because they they none of them live to be eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bleep these so he doesn't cancel us. Oh, man. <laughs> why, why would we get canceled? We didn't do it. The plot to B movie is like a, all bees have always been able to talk, and then one just decides to talk and then falls in love with a woman, and she falls in love with him too, and they fall and they may get married or something. I feel like the what? plot of B movie is that Jerry Seinfeld can pitch a movie with just the title. Like, I think the plot of the B movie was what if the title was an ambitious rating for what it will end up? (laughs) What if they just didn't get it and they thought he was like saying, Be a movie, that's my vision. (laughs) So they thought it'd be like a Seinfeld movie. He's like, I'll I'll be the movie. And it's like, Okay, great, we got a Seinfeld movie. (laughs) They're they're like, Here's a billion dollars, (laughs) do whatever you want with it. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. The bee finds out that people have been stealing honey forever and gets mad, and that's the plot, and then falls in love and talks to a woman, and they, like, fall in love. Yeah. And then the evil so demon weird. Wi-Fi is killing his people. He claims he just met her at a gym. He had no idea uh, <laughs> that... <laughs> he had no idea there was a five-foot height difference between them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she looked one inch tall to me. That, yeah, no, bees, you know, like ants, bees can pick up way beyond their weight. That's like, you know what I mean? Like an ant can, and that's why he was able to pick her up from her high school every day. Um, <laughs> we should just bleep the name. Like, we're still talking about B-movie, but we're just like, who could, which character from B-movie are they right, referring to? Everyone's like, are they, st- are they still talking about James Gandolfini? I never even knew this happened. <laughs> which it didn't. Uh, all right, we got some games, some podcast games we're going to play. This first game is called Before and, Afters. Before and Afters. How it works is, uh, I believe you guys are both familiar. I will tell you, uh, two movies have been smushed together into one. I will read you the new smushed together plot. You tell me the smushed together title. For instance, for Argo, Saving Private Silverman, Wolf of Wally Street. We, we both played the game before, so you guys know what's up, right? Yeah, vaguely, yeah. I remember it, yeah. I'm gonna be, uh, this was the one I was not good at. You're more than welcome to work together. Hey, or I mean, you know, you go. so let's team up and fuck it up good. I mean, I'm out <laughs> for blood. Yeah, let's fuck ass shit it. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, plot number one. An overworked mother and her teenage daughter switch bodies with an indestructible, vengeful, machete-wielding maniac. Freaky Friday the 13th. Whoa. Yeah. Jamie Lee's revenge. <laughs> Dude, the fact uh, you said you were bad at this. I, I was still like... I was like, well, like if parent- he does two movies like that, I'm fine. I was about <laughs> to say the Parent Trap, Planet Terror. <laughs> <laughs> That's how off I was. The Parent I Trapped was- Headstrong will take you <laughs> on. I was way out of nothing. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Number two. Number two. All of the male superheroes are called away to battle, and so it's up to only the women to form a league and save the day. Uh oh, fuck. 
the League of Say it again, please. This sounded just like only a league of their own. Um, all of the male superheroes are called away. Superheroes. Oh, Justice League of their own. Justice League of their own. Justice League of their own. Another good teamwork one. I was about to say a league of their own, yep. the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but that's how uh, they pitched. A, that's how they pitched a, just women's professional baseball in general. Some old gum tycoon was like, ah, just give them a league of their own. And just then- a league of their own. <laughs> <laughs> all right we got two left two left here we go a southern woman adopts a young black man with an imposing figure but a gentle soul and she takes him through the california wine country on her midlife crisis romp before oop, her wedding oop, oop, the blind sideways the blind sideways uh, i think it might be all right here we go last one last one you know paul giamatti was going to be in both of those movies <laughs> <laughs> imagine him ah this guy keeps hitting me yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good paul giamatti yeah, it's really, that's so bad. Now do it. Now do it. Play starts, and you, if you pop up and you hold me one more time. <laughs> now imagine do it Gatorade over himself like that wine yeah. in Sideways. Do Paul Giamatti as Sandra Bullock doing a Southern accent in, <laughs> in the butt. Okay, yeah. Uh, Oh, y'all need me to save him. I don't know any lines Whoa. from Blinds. Okay. <laughs> that was more no, like no. bullshit. No, say na- say it. Say this is a line from the movie. Say, now you hear me, bitch. She says that to a story. Now you hear me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. That's not great, really. I don't have a great Paul Giamatti as Sandra Bullock from The Blind Side just off the cuff. I'm not saying I do. I <laughs> me someone who can do it. Yeah, and we all know James Domian probably can. Yeah, that's true. Well, if there anybody, if there's anybody in the world that can, yeah, it's him and um, Kevin Pollock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Last one, last one. Following a murder at the Louvre, an art history professor with an expertise in symbology follows mysterious clues that lead him to the afterlife where he must gain his family's blessing to return and pursue his passion of music. Bruce Almighty? <laughs> that's, that's one movie. <laughs> Bruce Almighty. No, Bruce Almighty's not either of them. The what Da Vinci Code... Thing? Of uh, he goes Vinci. to heaven to play guitar. That lead him to the afterlife, where he must gain his family's blessing to return and pursue his passion for music. The Da Vinci Code of Conduct. Da Vinci Code is it like Ode to Joy, or like Ode? Ah, uh-huh. Vinci Ode. Ode. Da Vinci Code. Oh, I got the Da Vinci Code of Chrome. It's no. a Paul Simon movie. <laughs> uh, here we go. We're looking I'm for gonna the get da- my code of Chrome. <laughs> We're looking for the Da Vinci Co Code. What? The Da Vinci Coco. Oh, the movie Coco, Coco. and oh. the Da Vinci Code. What the fuck is Coco? It's, it's a Pixar movie. Pixar. It's, it's great. It's really good. It's really good. Okay, so that explains why I don't know shit about it. <laughs> all right our final game they're going to play today we're going to play one round of a game called build the perfect movie i think you guys have played this one before shane is an expert at this game build a perfect movie. i love this one so how this works is i will give you a category you will each have to pick two movies from that category whose rotten tomato score adds to as close to 100 as possible without going over so you're trying to build the perfect oh, is movie that what today this game is? 
I thought this was the one where we closed our eyes and masturbated onto a cracker. <laughs> um, I can't remember which 90s band that's named after. Is that Limp Biscuit or Stained? I guess it depends on how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, really, it depends on if you're in a Southern fraternity or a Northeast. <laughs> right. Well, that's, a, that's a Trisket versus uh, Cheez-It situation. Yes, yeah. yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah. All right. So you guys are going to try and build, today you're going to try and build the perfect animated movie now it can have any amount of animation in it as long as it's something that's not cgi does not count i would say it's got to be something that's like intentionally animated so coco would work roger rabbit would work even a movie where there's like a little like jurassic park would work because it has the little animated anything like that what about something with puppets or something like that no, if they're animated yes if they're hand puppets no um but but something like uh like um, gremlins no, that's not animation, really. Right? No, that's going to be, but something like the Avengers as well. It doesn't have animation; it has computer. Gra- like, you know what I mean? It's made oh, to I look see, realistic. Yeah. I'm um, with you, baby. So Shane, you'll pick first. Caleb, you'll pick second, and then we'll review scores and do the second movie. So, what would you like your first animated movie to be? I pick um, first. No, Shane will pick first. Okay. I'm gonna pick up. Because I've uh, seen it. All right. Uh, Caleb, your first animated movie? Mmm. 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 I'm going to say The Good Dinosaur. All right, here we go. Let's review our scores. The Good Dinosaur, Rotten Tomatoes, 76%. So, Caleb, you're looking for an animated movie 24 or less. Shane, up 98%. So, you're looking for a 0, 1, or 2 animated movie. movie. <laughs> Caleb, you'll pick first. Caleb, you'll pick first. You need a twenty-four percent or less. Boy, so it's got to be really, really bad. Uh, what's the one? Oh man, I know B movies low, but I don't know if it's under thirty percent. Ah, boy, what's another piece of shit? <laughs> piece of shit animated movie. Piece of shit animated movie. Oh, there's got to be one that's really feel slow. like something with animals. Like think I would think like go like something like what's the shit version of Toy Story? Like who made a a dumpy runoff of of something like Ooh. that? Or like like the Angry Birds movie? That's my pick. Don't use it. Ah. <laughs> oh, what about the uh, was that is that Adam Sandler movie? The Pixels. <laughs> Is that animated? I don't know. Yes, it is. I think that counts. Pixels. All right, here we go. The Good Dinosaur, 76%. Pixels, 17%. So that's pretty good. We're looking at what? What's that? Uh, 93 and 93. That's good. Shane, up 98%. Angry Birds, 43. What? (laughs) You need a movie based off of a fucking phone app? (laughs) 43 let's you know what we're gonna go look and see what these good reviews say you see what these, what these good the angry birds movie is substantially more entertaining than any film adapted from an app has any right to be which may or may not be much of an endorsement um here we go the angry birds movie is really not bad it's very actively okay Okay, so everyone just says I think it's, it's average. Just that it's the expectations were so low. That doesn't make it good. If Pixar came out with the Angry Birds movie, it would probably be a one. Right, right. That's but true. since a phone app became a movie, Caleb wins the game. 
Yeah. Well, I always say, uh, since a phone app became a movie, Caleb wins the game. You know what my tattoo old, says. That's an old saying. Like, uh, if, if it's raining, that means the devil's beating its wife if the sun is out at the same time. Right, yeah, like right. It, it's a me and Mario. Um, all the, the big three as far as sayings go right there. Uh, yeah. Well, that's it for us today. Thank you very much, Shane, for having never seen Frozen. I have uh, asked. And letting us know what guys. it is. Caleb, thanks for being here and saying hello and having hey. seen Frozen. Best day of my life. Uh, you guys, this is going to be out here in a couple days. Uh, so let everyone know if you got anything going on or where to find you. When's it come out? Thursday. Oh, um, well, tonight then, when you hear this, uh, I will be doing a uh, broadcast with Kyle Kinane on the Chalk app uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock uh, Pacific. And, um, yeah, I, I'll be doing more support dates uh, coming up for a certain comedian who does drive-in movie theaters right now. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that or not. Chris D'Elia. Yeah. We all know him. Uh, yeah. Great guy. <laughs> great guy. That almost sounds like a, a, a seltzer that never caught on. Have you had any, any Crystal Leah? <laughs> uh, uh... Crystal Leah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they caught on. They caught on, and now it's done for. Oh, boy, uh, that's funny. All right, and Caleb, let me know. Have you had any crystal clear, Delia? Uh, that's like <laughs> we all knew what's going on at the same time. <laughs> no one said anything, though, because they could make money. Uh, uh, hey, folks, it's your boy Caleb signing from earlier in the podcast. Um, you can find me at uh, Cincinnati. I'll be doing some outdoor, socially distanced, very safe shows for Go Bananas. Uh, comedy club on the 25th and 26th of September. And also check me out. Me and Troy Walker have a podcast. Check it out on YouTube. It's called canceled and we're going to get canceled. So Troy was just on here. Everyone remembers Troy had never seen Mr. Smith goes to Washington. It was really funny. Oh, wow. I bet it was great. I mean, he's a lawyer and he knows all the laws. He is so smart. Yeah. He's the smartest Uh, guy. Well, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. If you are listening the day this comes out, find us on Discord. We are running a show on Discord called Fart House Cinema, where I have added an undisclosed amount of farts to the prestigious movie Drive. And if you watch and can tally how many farts I've added, you can win prizes. Uh, the Discord is at fart.kyleairs.com. And <laughs> it, tr- it really is. If you go to fart.kyleairs.com, it'll link. And we're also hanging out on Discord all the time playing with we got a before and afters robot there's a bunch of fans there uh and people just sort of hang out and talk about our stuff and but we'll be doing a watch party with the movie drive with a bunch of farts added on saturday the 12th and we'll be keeping stuff on there thanks for listening everybody find us on twitter and instagram at never seen it show please do that bye a podcast network